Milton with a grubber kick. And Tony Stakes has got it. Here goes Katoni. Beats one. Up towards the 30. Stakes. He's over the halfway. Gilbert's chasing. But Katoni Stakes is going to seal it for the Broncos. Hello, Sam Thide here. Back again for the Brisbane Broncos podcast. I'm by myself today. So I surrounded myself with some friends. Um, I've got Payne Huss uh, here with me and uh, I've got uh, Adam Reynolds as well as bobblehead figurines. Yes, uh, for those people listening to the podcast, uh, you can't see them on the table, but uh, I've been to the merch shop and I have merched up massively. So um, I am pumped and ready for what the Broncos are producing this season because it's some good feelings. Now, a quick little wrap on what happened on the weekend. Uh, well, Friday night last week, we took on the Dolphins at Suncorp Stadium. As Katoni Staggs like to say, this is our house. Well, maybe he said something else, but along those lines, uh, you know what I'm saying. What a fantastic game it was. What a great opportunity I had personally to be a part of it and be there to watch them. Um, but... Uh, I know that there was a lot of Broncos fans there, members there that rocked up to support our Brisbane Broncos. So thank you very much for that. Uh, Katoni Stagg's try to seal the deal was one to remember. I reckon he stepped over the line just to make sure it was a 100-metre try. Um, I'm going to head out to Suncorp Stadium at some point in time and measure it out properly just to make sure it was 100 metres. But uh, we'll get the uh, true measurements on that uh, very soon. Um I would also like to uh, just uh, note that, yeah, producer Shad's not here today, so um, it's very lonely for me being in the studio. I have no one to bounce off, so, um, yeah, I'm bouncing around in my own mind, which is not a good thing uh, if you've been in my head before. Uh, we've got a special guest on this week's podcast. Really looking forward to having him on. Uh, a new recruit, a new signing to the club, came late in the off-season. I had a chance and opportunity to ask him about how we do pronounce his name properly. Uh, also, uh, asked him about his move to Brisbane and how uh, he's really settled in and, and how that all eventuated as well. So um, I won't uh, leave you hanging too long. Uh, my guest this week on the Broncos podcast is none other than the man with the hair, Marty Tapau. Marty Tapau, welcome to the podcast, mate. Now, uh, did I pronounce your name yes, correctly you there? Yes, you did. Thank you very much. I've been I've been working at it. I've been working hard at it. Um, actually, like for the average punter out there, they don't know or understand why NRL players they don't necessarily change their name, but just the pronunciation is being said right. Why, why is that so important? Well. For many years of being in the game, like I, I try to get people to say my name correctly, and it's not just because I want you know people to call me by that, but just in a formal capacity. Yeah. Like I understand, um, you know, in rugby league, everyone knows me as Marty Tapao, Marty Kapow. Like I'm happy for that to be called that, but in a formal capacity, whether it's you know meeting people, you know, nice to meet you, Martin Topao, and also. It's you know, a respectful term in in Samoan culture. Um, so like my old man is Tamotu Topa'u, but he's a chief uh, in his village and he's the chief of our family. So uh, it's Topa'u, so Mr. Topa'u, Topa'u Tamotu. So um, it gets really technical on that, but um, being pronounced you know, as Martin Topa'u, it's, um, I guess you get 
held in high regard, uh, especially in the Samoan community. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool that Sammy thigh day. Can't say my last name properly, but you can call me Marty Tapao. Marty Kapow. No, no, I'll, I'll call you Tapao because, mate, that's your name. And I, I do understand and, and, and know that respect factor because you're not just playing for yourself. You are representing your family and where you're from. And, um, like, for me personally, that's why I loved playing for Queensland because it was the only jersey I got to wear that had my family name on the back because I always carry my family with me wherever mm-hmm. I go. So it was just that extra respect factor. But going, going back to your nickname now, it has to change. It has to be Kapao. So it's like it's like it's gone from uh, I'm gonna say it's gone from Kapow, which is like almost cartoon like, yeah. to now it's almost anime like. Yeah, it's like a it's like a or a Street Fighter like. <laughs> Finish him. Or what's that Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I don't know. One of them. <laughs> one, one of them. One of them. Kapao. We, we could we could trend that. Yeah, we could we, we could. could. I, I, at the end of the day, I think I'm just trying to get merch out of one of the boys. I've tried to have pretty Ricky shirts. Hey, that, uh, I think that's a hit. Yeah. That, that's a hit. He, he he loves himself too. He is a very pretty man, but like, he's probably not the prettiest in the in the team. There's a few boys that like the mirror downstairs, isn't there? Yeah, I, I reckon Jesse Arthurs, he fancies himself. Yeah. Um, he's got those like kind of um, uh, Harry Style vibes about him. He does. And he's got that little Mexican thing going on. Yeah. Too. Little vatos locos. Yeah. Yeah. Orale. Joe, he's a dark horse. Yeah. Um, Paddy Carrigan. Like the, he the, he, he likes himself. Yeah, he yeah. does. He does. He's a bit undercover. Yeah. Um, and I think the boys know it too. But there's, you got Ezra there as well, and and then you got a Walshy at the back. He, there's a lot of manscaping going on there. Holy dooly. Yeah. Those two, mate, they love themselves. Most '90s boy band about them. It's just like they could be. I don't know, like extras in uh, Boys to Men or something. I think you're onto something here. Yeah, yeah. Boys I, to Men? I am. Boys to Men. They're not men yet. Men. They haven't got any. Boys, Boys to, to Men. <laughs> Boys to Boys Men. To <laughs> there it is. Uh, we're absolutely killing it today. Yep. Um, we're gonna, we've got side hustles going on left and right. Yep. Um, move to the Broncos, mate. A little bit of an off-season signing for you. It all happened really quick, didn't it? Freaking... <laughs> Like uh, honestly, um, yeah, there were things that were going around that uh, people were speaking about. But how it all came down is that I was literally getting my medical done at uh, an opposition's doctor's office. I was getting it all done, uh, getting checked, and then the next thing you know, the Broncos came to the table on the twenty fifth hour. Uh, they said that they were interested. And at the time, it was, it was lunchtime. I was, I was there getting um, my medical done. Um, they wanted to catch up and a Zoom was suggested. And I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm more of an old school person. You've got to meet them face to face. Yeah. And I was like, hey, why not? Next thing you know, there was a, a plane booked first thing in the morning. And we came up to Broncos HQ. Uh, Benny Iken picked me up or picked me and my wife up. And from then on, it just, uh, just love at first sight. Yeah. Uh, you know, being around the game for, for a while now, being at three different clubs, um, it was honestly the the vibe when you walk in, and this is not just only the Bronco, it was like coming to Brisbane, uh, seeing the people, obviously the weather, it apparently I've been told winter doesn't register, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Um, we'll have a couple of days. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. When I got presented my jersey um, in front of my, 
my wife and kids surprised me uh, round one against Penrith and in front of all the boys and coaching staff. It was like, um, you know, Broncos is home. It's like, yep. Yeah. I'm Broncos now. <laughs> hard to hold back the tears. Yeah, it was hard. It was yeah. hard. It was hard. But, um, yeah, no, I love it. I love the club. I love this club. And yeah. it's my club. It's been a fantastic um, uh, start to the season for the team. You've been a part of it. Um, what's been the thing that's surprised you the most about uh, the start of the year? It's surprised a lot of fans out there, uh, but you know the people within these four walls. It hasn't been surprising at all with the way the boys have trained and the way they've gone about their business. Look, I would say I wouldn't say surprising, but from what being in an opposition for the last couple of years and the criticism that the boys have copped in the club coming in um, so late in the season. Oh. Like I would say so late in the pre-season, pre-season yeah. um, the the mindset that the, the boys have and the attitude that they're applying to the way that they want to be seen as a football team is phenomenal sure they're, they're youngsters oh, I would, I'm guessing now that the average age is about what 23 yeah they're pretty young and it makes me <laughs> feel old I was like, so I'm 33 like, I, I think Reno's the oldest yeah i think Renault's 45 yeah, maybe yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's about that <laughs> his knees are 50 his back is 60 <laughs> he's still got a good kicking game though he's, he's still yeah. going he's still going strong <laughs> but yeah it's like uh, the 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 attitude that the boys just applying uh the lessons that they have learned uh a year ago they're all applying that to the you know the last four rounds yeah i love it i love it uh you know the youngsters you know i'm helping there here and then just helping reframe uh, the way that they use language, you know, the kind of language that they use. Obviously, the body is going to react in, in, in certain ways and, you know, when things just hit the fan and and they're not happy with their performance or whatever it is, they um, you, you see the body, the, they slouch, they're just they're not wanting to be here. But when you help them reframe uh, the way that they use their language it, it's a different you see a different approach and different attitude but um, yeah no it's just the group of boys have just they're one year they're, they're maturing year by year and it's just it's phenomenal to be a part of it is great to be a, well I get to be a part of it I literally just walk around the club pretend that I work here <laughs> you're the hype man you're yeah. the hype man I'm the hype man I did sit in the gym before and um just watch the boys do weights because it's, it's all about the thought that counts. That's yep. what I say. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Now, I needed to um, – this is a bit of a confession for me too. I can get something off my chest. And <laughs> Here you go. I did say this to you when we were walking the hallways one day. I, I saw you come. I was like, oh, you know, I better get this off my chest. And I apologise to you for for ripping your hair out. This was <laughs> this is a long, long time ago 2014. Now. Yeah. So a while ago for me too. Yeah. It was. And that was a fiery game, wasn't it? Suncorp Stadium, uh, Australia versus the Kiwis. Um, Kiwis attacking the line, and I had to stop you from scoring, <laughs> and I grabbed your hair, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. And you were off your game a little bit after that. Bloody oaf, you got me. You got me a beauty. But the great thing is, there was more hair that, where that came from. Yeah, so. I know. My, <laughs> mine never recovered. It never came back. Uh, you still got yours, mate. So yeah, I appreciate the apology, but um, you guys did. You guys did well. You guys got us in. Yeah, that was my second game, so I had to come out and, and prove a point. I think when I debuted at twenty fourteen mid year test, we played the Kangaroos at 
the old Allianz Stadium. Yeah. And there was seven debutants. Yeah. We we did well. We lost the game, sure. But it was like, okay, we've got to prove a point here. We're at Suncorp. We're playing in front of 50-odd thousand people. And for me personally, like, we had Ruben Wiki in camp. So yeah. it's like, mate, this, he's a bloody legend. He's played over 50 Kiwi games. Uncle Rubes. Yeah, he's played over 300 NRL games. So, okay, but let's, I, I've got to make a mark here as a, as a rookie. And then opposition was like, yep, yeah. I got Sammy Thiday, I got Cam Smith. I was like, okay. we had a gun team actually. Freaking oh. Yeah, it was pretty stacked. Yeah. Yeah. But like, one, one thing I do pride myself. Back then, and I, I, I say so I would ap- apologise to Cam Smith. There was a, a, a good swinging arm coming from from me. I think I blind shot at him. I got him around the, the shoulders, clipped the neck. Yeah, it happens. Yep, yep. He he didn't he didn't he didn't react badly, but um, which is a, a vet as you do. You wouldn't want to show your your emotions, but for me, it was it was a proud moment. <laughs> Yeah, one putting a shot on um, a, a vet like uh, in a megastar as, as Cam Smith and a goat. Yep, and um, as well as being you know playing the opposite of him as well amongst you legends, which is um, it's one thing I. Well, Cam Smith is a huge listener to the Broncos podcast, so even if you want to look down the barrel of the camera right there and just apologise to him, you can. He, yes, li- he listens to this all the time. He he follows us. He writes Sorry, messages. Cam, I do apologise. Uh, <laughs> I'll buy you coffee next time. Yeah, actually, he's the biggest tight ass ever. He never buys coffee. Well, so I'll, maybe... buy, I'll buy a coffee only at um, my time, so because it's a tax deduction during work. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, you, you just spoke about playing at Suncorp Stadium in front of fifty thousand. You got to do it again on the weekend. Just gone, um, the battle of Brisbane against the Dolphins. Um, what was that experience like for you? As a, as a fan, it was hectic and I was so pumped to be there. But I felt like I was a fan as well. I'm sure, I laced up the boots with the boys uh, up against, I would say, is the biggest derby and will forever be the biggest derby now. Um, the standard has been set. 100%. And in front of a, what, 51-odd thousand uh, crowd, it's phenomenal. But honestly, I felt like I was um, part of the crowd and it was awesome. Like you had the chance of the Dolphins going and the next thing you know, there was a a flurry of Broncos fans um, outdoing them in chance, uh, which was awesome. And then obviously with Katoni Staggs with that 100-meter try, uh, I was the fan on the sideline. Whipping him down that sideline. Going nuts. (laughs) Right in front of the bench too. Go you good thing. Yeah. I just wish my meters on the sideline counted. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, in saying that, because he he ran past the Bronx bench, would have been about 30, 40 meters out from the try line. Yeah, and I think I was carrying him about 20, 30 meters. On I think so. your encouragement got him there at the end of the day. Well, bloody, uh, I hope so. And that's what a good teammate does, mate. I loved it. I loved it. Everyone needs a cheerleader, mate. Thanks. Yeah. Pre- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another big game this week against the West Tigers at home. Um, this one scares me a little bit does me too yeah just because the Tigers got nothing to lose and uh, we have to be on our game um, how have the boys been preparing this week the look we've been pretty good um, today it was more just um, slowly easing into the week uh, we have spoken as middles just addressing uh, a, a few plays uh, identifying a few plays that are obviously targets for us mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, for me personally, I believe that, you know, like you said, they've got nothing to lose. And everyone now is expecting the Broncos to lose. Yeah. Um, but the what we have and what we know that we can achieve, uh, I, I know that you know, communication will, will constantly um, go throughout our training sessions to improve because it's not – sure, we're, we're strong physically, but it's obviously what's between the ears. Um, but we think it's um, – it's going to be a brutal match. Yeah, it's going to be a brutal match, and uh, you know the, the inclusions of Upi Corusel and David Klemmer, you know, with a bit of spark and also aggression as well. We know that that's going to come, and now with Bateman as well, there's a bit of class there. But we believe that what we have in our squad, we cover, we cover it all. But it's it comes down to attitude. Um, you know, when we get there, it's like on the weekend, we came to a few crossroads, and it was. Whether we it's fight or f- fight or fly, so um, we did stay in the fight a few times, but we, I believe we gave gave up um, as well. But look, yeah, for me, I think it's it's going to be one of those grudge matches. They're just going to come out guns blazing, and we just got to grind out for you know set their game for the first twenty minutes, and uh, I believe that they will slowly fall off, and that they will start to do things as individuals rather than a team. Yeah, we've we've got a good mix at the moment with those forwards that are uh, within our squad. Who's impressed you the most out of those young boys? Oh, mate, you start with the the big three. You got Payne Haas, Paddy Carrigan, and Tommy Flegler. They 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 should just be your Queensland. Do you know what Maroons, I call them? Front rowers. They're called um. They, I like to call them my team Neapolitan. There's uh, there's <laughs> chocolate. There's there's strawberry. And there's vanilla. It's a good flavors <laughs> all around, and they all work. They, they do. All they work. all work together really well, don't they? Honestly, they they just it's so impressive. There's there's strength. There's spark. There's finesse. There's speed. Everything that you need. And the, the thing is that they can play long minutes. Yeah. I like it. Well, Marty, you've impressed me since you've been at the club. Uh, it's been fantastic to have you on the Broncos podcast. It's a pleasure. Wish you all the best this week against the Tigers. And uh, let's hope we get away with another victory. We will. We will. We'll get the dub. Thanks, Eddie. What an absolute pleasure to catch up with uh, the big man himself, Marty Tapau. Um, I'm glad that I've learned how to say his name properly. I've been working really hard at that. Uh, as he said, it is very important because uh, it's not just uh, himself who he's playing for, he's also playing for his family, and that is his why. Now, a lot of things coming up for the Brisbane Broncos. Two home games in a row, and these two games are like, you know, you would chalk them down as um, we should probably win. West Tigers and the Raiders. Uh, bang, bang, uh, two weeks in a row. Suncorp Stadium, our house. It may seem as if uh, these are easy wins, but they're not. We need your support, so make sure you get out to Suncorp Stadium, support the boys, because we're away for the next two weeks after that, um, playing the Gold Coast Titans, and then a trip up to Darwin to take on the Eels. 
Uh, so make sure you show up, uh, get some merch, uh, get your colours on, and get to Suncorp Stadium. Uh, a lot of uh, things that are happening uh, in the school holidays as well. There's a school holiday clinic on. Uh, just got an email through now. Uh, back to Broncos Clinic. Um, you must register to be a part of this. So make sure you go to uh, info at broncos.com.au to get the information on that. We're running a, a coaching clinic at Red Hill. Uh, Ipswich and Dolby. Uh, the one in Red Hill is on Monday the 3rd of April between 10 and 11.30. Uh, the one in Ipswich is on Tuesday the 4th of April uh, 9 to 10.30. And the coaching clinic in Dolby uh, is Wednesday the 5th of April uh, 9 to 10.30. Kevy's named a fantastic team this week to take on the uh, Tigers um, a few of our boys are, uh, are playing some great football uh, in the uh, Host Plus Cup at the moment. Uh, Kobe Hetherington made a successful comeback, running for over 180 metres, um, 1,000 tackle breaks, uh, 1,000 tackles. Um, so great work there by Kobe Hetherington. Um, make sure you go back in the podcast as well. We did get him on early. He said he was going to be back, uh, and he's back with a vengeance. Uh, Good competition with uh, amongst the players is always great. So uh, good to see Kobe Hetherington back on the field after that bicep injury. Um, do you remember how he did it? I do. If you don't remember, go back and listen to the podcast. We have a chat to him. Uh, new teeth and all. Uh, I am Sam Thido. Thank you very much for having me again. And uh, make sure you uh, follow us. Uh, like us, write a comment, uh, slide into the Broncos DMs, write me some questions. What do you want me to talk about? What do you want me to answer? And uh, make sure you head to the uh, the merch shop as well, uh, the team store at Fulcher Road. Don't be a mug, just do it.